0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Ooh, wee doggie, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Leaving It Till The Last Minute, a.k.a. Mr. I Am About To Sneeze At Any Given Second, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. a.k.a. Mr. Recording On A Wednesday Evening When This Podcast Will Be Out In A Matter Of Hours, a.k.a mr just had a drink of water to your fucking boy jack fox and it's time for another episode of tired and inspired now i'm going to be honest with you right out the gate here this episode nearly didn't happen because i've had a lot on this week a lot of really unimportant stuff i've had on this week but time consuming nonetheless And I thought, um, I haven't got the energy to really uh, do this episode and give it the credit it deserves. And then I thought, I have done 108 of these. Stop being a little fucking bitch and just do it. And then here we are, episode 109 of the actual, factual, greatest podcast of all time. How's it going? I am definitely about to sneeze. I've been moving some stuff about in the house today. Ah, oh, my nose is running. I've been moving stuff about in the house. Um, and you know, just like... When you just do stuff in the house. Like, I had to, an old mattress had to go to the, the tip. I need to reach for some tissues here. I should have done this. should have well done this before... Started recording, but you know me, you know me, Mr. Last Minute. I'm gonna have to pause here actually and blow my nose properly. Okay, I'm gonna pause. For a sec, sorry. Two minutes 40 into a podcast, and I should have just blown my nose before I started recording, but no, but no, I had to be fucking awkward. Sorry about that. Um, I had to move a mattress out the house, out of the bedroom that we no longer use, and it was just fucking. Dust flying left, right and centre. And you've got to navigate a set of stairs with a fucking mattress base. It's just a fucking nightmare. And my hands are all dusty. You now my face is all dusty. You now I need to go in the shower. And ah, but That's just the kind of shit I've been doing. The kind of shit I've been doing the last couple of days is just stuff that needed to be done that I've been putting off for a long time. And I'm going to America next week and I'm not going to get a chance to do it for another couple of weeks. So I just thought, fuck it. I'm just going to fucking do it. And if there's one thing you should know about me, ladies and gentlemen, I hate doing stuff. So that took a lot of courage from me. So well done, me. So I'm trying to say. Uh, what's been going on then? I hope you I hope you're having a nice day, week, month, year, life. Um, if anybody, if anybody out there is at all interested in music and pop culture and stuff, um. The new Lewis Capaldi documentary is on Netflix, and I watched it so you don't have to. No, I'm just kidding. Look, I like music documentaries and stuff. I like having a look behind the scenes at what goes on, because it's a life. I'm sure I've said this before, because it's a life I want to lead, Um. And I know how things operate on a small scale in terms of you know gigs and touring and recording and stuff, and it's always interesting to see how it operates at the highest level. You know, Lewis Capaldi sells out arenas and does headlines, festivals and stuff. Um, but there's all there is always, always, always a point in every single one of these documentaries where the Person the lead singer of the band or one of the members of the band has some sort of issues, mental health problems, and starts to feel a bit sorry for themselves and starts to get a bit down in that. It's, and it's always, always pisses me off because you're living somebody else's dream. I understand that the stakes are higher, there's more pressure on you. All that stuff. I understand it, but that's what you signed up for. And this whole documentary is basically about that. He's trying to get over his... And, I, you know, he has uh, Tourette's Syndrome, which is terrible, obviously. Horrible. It must affect your life in ways that I can't even imagine. But all he has to do is write some songs, man. Also, the, his personality doesn't lean into the type of songs. Like, like when I I when I first heard of Lewis Capaldi, I first heard of him as this funny Scottish fellow that was on Snapchat or Instagram... Acting like a dickhead and a way to promote his songs. And I saw, it, I thought, oh, you know, that's pretty funny. It's quite refreshing to see a pop star, so called, you know, acting that candid and being a bit of it, swearing on camera, being a bit of it. And I thought, this guy's probably a bit punk, got a bit of edge about him. It's interesting. Maybe I'll check out his music. And he writes the most fucking depressing songs of all time that like 15 year old teenage girls are like crying over. And then you look on his Instagram and he's like, like, doing mirror-shot selfie videos while he's taking a shit, and it's like, which which side are, are you me? Or are you Lewis Capaldi? Are you a ballad writer of these beautiful ballad songs that aren't really up my street, but sure, sure. Or are you a, one of the impractical jokers? Will you fucking pick a, a team? I think Lewis, Cap- Lewis Capaldi's Being funny is what people who don't know what comedy is think comedy is. Just because he's a little bit overweight and swears and shouldn't doesn't mean he's fucking hilarious. I just can't get away with it when these these guys are living people's dreams, man, and they're trying to feel sorry for themselves. But also, it did make me think, right? It did make me think that... There's this thing, I'm going to talk about it a bit more uh, in detail in, the, in next another story I'm going to tell, but there's this thing that I think all performing artists have, or most, I'm not going to say all, I don't want to generalise. It's the, the balance of trying to, trying to stay humble. Sorry, my nose is running. The balance of trying to stay humble, but also knowing where you are in the food chain. So what I'm trying to say is I know I'm at a certain level where I can perform well at shows and stuff, but also I want to try and stay humble. But in the back of my head, there's just something gnawing away at us that's like, yeah, you fucking smashed that. You did, Jack. Well done. But if somebody comes up to us and says, oh, great show," man. I go, oh, thanks very much, man. Cheers, man. Go, no, you think so? I, you know, thanks, man. I Appreciate it. Basically what I'm saying is if I got to a fucking level... If I got to the level of Lewis Capaldi fame, where I'm selling out arenas, I would become a fucking monster to be around. I would be insufferable. So, albeit that Lewis Capaldi is doing these Netflix documentaries and living people's dreams and that, it's probably for the best that it's him and not me because I would become a fucking Monster, but and in private, I'd be a monster. Like you know how, like Mariah Carey is a diva and lives up to the diva-ish thing. It was soon, as soon as the cameras were switched on me. I'd become humble guy, funny guy, Jack. Again, then as soon as I switched off, I'd be like, is there only green M&M's in my dressing room? Is that what I asked for? Or did I ask for all red M&M's? What type of establishment I could have sworn? I could have sworn. That's really funny because I'm pretty sure on my rider, let me just double check the email I sent you because I think, no, 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 you stay right there. I think on my rider, it said, Red m and only. And if you fucking... <laughs> it looks to me like I'm colorblind Because if you look at the bowl behind you, they're all green. Now, was I fucking born yesterday? Does it look like I'm wearing a nappy? Is this a pacifier in my mouth? I wasn't born yesterday. No, 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 no. And then someone in the background be like, uh, lights, yeah. Uh, three, two, one. And I'll be like, oh, well, it's so good to be here. Um, thank you so I can't believe everybody's coming out to the show. And the staff here at the arena are just so friendly and so, I just can't believe all this is happening to me. I'll become a monster. I do the type of shit like, um, uh, you you know this is true as well because I've put thought into this. I would um, I'd give all if I did like if I was if I, if I was Sam Fender. This is a good example. If I was Sam Fender and I know that Sam Fender's playing a huge gig at St James's Park in June because Mind tried to book a gig on the same day until a realised it was Sam Fender nobody would have came. So if I was Sam Fender playing at St James's Park on the tenth of June, twenty twenty three. What I would do is tell my friends that I'm hosting a smaller, intimate gig for fans only on the 9th of June, 2023. And then I'd give all of my friends who over the years have sent to be close friends of mine and haven't supported me in the slightest, I'd give them all free tickets. And then when those 10 15 friends showed up at the NX in Newcastle, and it turns out it's just them and no fans at all. Cut the lights. The whole arena goes black. Single spotlight on stage. I slowly walk out from the wings. There is one microphone there. And then I say to them, All of the rooms in this arena. All of the doors in this arena. I have started again. Take two. Then I say to them. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for supporting your friend. Me. Jack Fox. All of the doors in this arena. Are locked. To open them. Nine of you must die and the one remaining alive person will get to walk out of the door and live to tell the tale now don't you wish you'd just shared this podcast to your Instagram story and then I'd throw one gun with eight bullets in on the floor and then say let the game commence and then should disappear into some dry ice and I'd vanish and then I'd watch them all kill each other for my entertainment and then the next day I'd play a sold out stadium because that's the kind of monster that I would turn into if I was famous and now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by playing the real-life game Saw with your real-life friends. Sick of their bullshit. Sick of them not supporting you when they probably should, although it's their life and who really gives a fuck. Then you want to try murdering all your friends. Absolutely ridiculous. But while I've got you here, uh, one more gig left before I jet off to the United States of America this Sunday. If you're listening uh, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this Sunday, charity night at Bobbix in Newcastle. Myself, Matt Reed, uh, Catherine Young, Kelly Edgar, Harry Ford, Gavin Webster, Neil Young. What a fucking lineup for a tenner! Or message me and I'll give you a discount code. That's uh, this Sunday at Bobbix in Newcastle. Yay! Honestly, that's a really, really good lineup, and you can get a ticket for a fiver and it's all for charity for a good cause as well, so... Look, I'm not... I'm not wanting to say what you should and shouldn't do with your money but if it's going to go to a good cause and you're going to get a good night out of it then come to the show on Sunday, then, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's the last uh, gig I'm doing before I jet off to the United States. Again, should have blown my nose before I start press record, press but it's fine, we're in a tight schedule here. Um... Yeah, I'm going to America. So I'm not entirely sure if there's going to be an episode next week because uh, we'll be packing and then flying halfway around the world. And somewhere in the middle, I'll also be going to Manchester and seeing Paramore. Fucking go figure. I don't know what my life is, but there you go. Um, speaking of uh traveling places for no fucking reason whatsoever. Well, obviously I'm going to America to see Christina. I meant going to Manchester is what I mean to see Paramore. I like Promo, but, you know, whatever, whatever, shut up, shut up, shut up, We are you about? it was like F4, um, went to uh, Glasgow over the weekend, another reason why I'm uh, all thrown out of whack is because I'm very tired of the Glasgow trip, God knows how I'd actually get to be a monster and be that famous when I get tired of one three-hour trip to Glasgow, um, I thought I'd go on a fucking world tour or something, fuck me, Went in Glasgow with the Red Hot Chilipinos to play a triple header gig with a Green Day tribute band, ourselves originally, tribute band, and a Foo Fighters tribute band from Fife called the Foo Fifers. Yep, great pun. Um, what a unusual show it was i'm used to playing shows in dive bars but it's normally with uh, uh my original band with high mind you know we we've we've done that we've went to different uh cities and played strange gigs and stuff it was just weird bit of a strange setup um after the show we were loading out our equipment i'm going to sneeze again this has just gone fucking tits up hasn't it? give me a second here. Yeah, fuck me all right all right okay anyways let's get back to it um, after the show, we were loading out... The show went well. Everything was fine. Everything was fine and dandy. Although, I then found out afterwards, after watching the videos, we were playing everything way too fast, which I can't help but feel slightly responsible for, giving i the fucking drummer, but whatever. Um, after the show, uh, loading out our gear, and the, the, the venue is a place called Audio in Glasgow. I've been to Glasgow a few times, performed there a few times. A bustling city. Lots happening all over the place. This uh, venue happened to be... ...under the train tracks, so you play underneath train tracks, like, in a, like under a bridge type thing, very unique looking venue, very cool underground scene, I liked it, I was a fan, um, loading out and you know, you're sweaty, you've just finished a gig, your adrenaline's going, you got, you're got tired, you got to pack all your stuff down, stage, whatever pulling stuff out into the van and there was a guy standing outside who was very being very nice and talking to us and being very complimentary talking to me in particular at this particular point and was and you know, you know when you're having a conversation with somebody like you, they've pulled you away from doing a job that you were doing I'm busy unloading my drum kit into a van in Glasgow after just playing for an hour I'm sweaty I just want to sit down I want to have a drink I want to chill out and this guy's like oh I enjoyed your set man Great set. I loved it when you played California Kate and you know I went to see the chili peppers back in and nineteen ninety when when they played XY and I'm like, oh no, oh yeah. No, I oh, no, mate, I've just gotta No, I'll come back and I'll talk. I've just gotta grab some No that sounds oh thank you so much, mate. Shit. I've just gotta go grab some right I'm doing I'm doing that thing. And then because we're under the fucking train tracks, up above, who lives under train tracks? Rats and pigeons. And what do pigeons do when they see people standing there after just playing drums for an hour? Evidently, the fucking shit on them. All over, all down my right arm, filled with bird shit. And I couldn't help but think, if this fucking gentleman had shut his fucking mouth talking to us when I'm trying to get away from him, and do my job of unloading this drum kit into the van, wouldn't have got shit on And of course, this guy says what everybody else says when you get shit on, let's say it together... Supposed to bring good luck, that isn't it. Well, in the past six months, I've been shit on by pigeons twice. Both happened to me after I was just playing drums. The other time was outside the bunker during a hive mind practice. And let me tell you something. If there's one thing my life isn't filled with, it's fucking good luck. I moved one mattress out of a bedroom today and suddenly now I can't breathe because of fucking dust. And I'm also doing a podcast talking about killing all my friends because I'm jealous of Lewis Capaldi. Does that sound like a life filled with luck to you? Stop shitting on me when I've played drums. Is a sentence I did not expect to say when I woke up this morning but alas, here we fucking are. God damn it. So, and then We were on in the middle, and the Foo-Fifers were on last, and we're going to play again with the Foo-Fifers. They're they're based in Scotland, and they're going to come down to Newcastle later in the year and play. So to be honest, I hope that none of the gentlemen in the Foo-Fifers are listening to this here podcast, although maybe they are, because as we know, this is an incredibly popular chart-entering podcast. The Foo-Fifers weren't very good. Shock horror. Tribute band. Sucks cock. No, look. I'm being really harsh. There's just a few things in this set that needs changing. And I don't mean a song or two. I mean a member or two. All right, There's, There was some people that were fine. And there was some people... And I'm not going to point fingers and I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to say who. But what I will say is rest in peace Taylor Hawkins, who was an incredible drummer. And evidently his parts are difficult to recreate to a high standard life. Now does that mean... In particular songs with famous drum parts... ...did me and the bassist from the Red Hot Chilipinos call... ...lock in eye contact... ...and then sometimes felt like we both... ...simultaneously wanted to cry... ...because of how poorly these parts were being played. Yes. Was there a point in the song My Hero... ...which as we maybe all know... ...the famous chorus... ...let's sing along the chorus... There goes my hero, watch him as he goes, which is a song Dave Grohl wrote about Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. Was there a point when they were playing that when Carl, the bassist of the Chili turned to me and said, There goes the tempo, watch it as it goes, and did I keel over laughing on the floor in Audio Glasgow? Yes, I did. All this to say, we played our set, we come off stage, unload our gear, I get shot on by a pigeon. I sit down for a minute, compose my thoughts, let my blood settle and let me hopefully stop sweat. I go to the green room. I get the wet wipes out, get under my arms, some extra deodorant on, rub a towel over my sweaty head, change my t-shirt. I'm going to chill for the rest of the evening. I'm going to watch the Foo-Fifers and critique them and just enjoy the rest of my night. I go to the bar for a soft drink. And as I get to the bar, there it is like the scene from Wayne's World when they see the guitar and the heavenly angels ah! a mini fridge stocked to the brim with cans of Pepsi Max but wait <laughs> it gets better I ask a nice gentleman behind the bar, who was also the manager of the venue, and was there since soundcheck We'd be already had a cracking on and built a rapport with. Sir, can I get a can of Pepsi Max? And he says, Certainly. And he walks over, opens the fridge, removes a can, closes the fridge, turns back round, puts a can of Pepsi Max on the bar. I take out my phone. Ready to tap and beep for the contactless payment, and he says, "Don't worry about it, mate. These are on the house. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you it was one of the most beautiful fields I've ever had in my life to at least it was, it was worth a seven hour round trip to, uh, <laughs> and yeah, all well, those Foo Fighters songs played wrong, didn't get shit on my bed, and not even make any profit, and just kind of being even at all more cost though, and taking out petrol and parking and, and food on that day, just to, just to get some free cans of Pepsi Bucks was worth it and by God by God ladies and gentlemen you best believe the first thing on my rider when I become world famous and I start selling out arenas just like Lewis Capaldi the first thing on my rider it will be red M&M's but the second thing on my rider will be Pepsi Max and the third thing on my rider will be free entry and free Pepsi Maxes for everybody who's been a ride-or-die tired and inspired listener. You're goddamn right. That's how you wrap up a motherfucking story. 26 minutes. I had more to talk about, but we'll save it for next time. Um, Glasgow's fun, man. Shout-out to the Foo Fighters. They did their thing. Maybe they would just... You know, we all have them nights. Taylor Hawkins was an incredible drummer. Long May, Long May, May his drumming parts and whatever essence live on forever. Uh, and he's an incredible drummer. And uh, rest in peace. And the Foo Fifers will be back in Newcastle later in the year. We'll be playing with them in Newcastle. But until then, it's fine. Uh, might not be an episode next week because I'm going to America and I'm not sure if I'll be able to squeeze one in. But if I do, then fucking in that good. I don't know. Um, But if I don't do one next week, the next one you'll hear, it'll be with me and Christina because I will take my recording stuff over there. And uh, I'm going to be in America. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. All right, thanks for listening and uh, oh I was also I should have mentioned this earlier I was on the Creative Control Podcast with my good friend Rich Tubage who had a fucking great conversation on and off mic you know as soon as the podcast finished we still st- sat there and chatted for another two hours or something just about creating stuff and uh, the process of everything and every anything and everything so look out for that I'm not sure when that's going to be coming out because I know he does a, a really sick thorough editing job but look out for that. Um, also, if you've lasted this far into the podcast, right? If you've got this far into the podcast, this is a little Easter egg for you. Uh, search for Hot Water Comedy Club, Jack Fox, and there's a full set of mine on there. What? What? It was a nice surprise uh, to to see that earlier today. But Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool, Jack Fox is a whole set of mine on there. That's from the set I did in back in January or February, a long time ago. There you go. All right. um... Thanks, much love. I'm gonna have some dinner now, so nah, 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 nah. this'll be out in four hours. Fucking all right, take care, love you, bye. That was a felt out production. To find out more, visit feltout.co.uk. There goes the tempo, watch it as it goes.